This is Aspen Public Radio. I'm your host, Eleanor Bennett, here with a local feature for you. In the Roaring Fork Valley and well beyond it, farm-to-table restaurants are telling stories about the meals they serve in hopes that diners will leave with a greater appreciation for the people who grew that food and the land it was grown on. The concept isn't new. One of the earliest versions, Chez Panisse, opened more than 50 years ago in California, but it continues to earn awards and recognition, both for flavor and the ideas behind it. In this first story of a three-part series, reporter Kaya Williams visits one of those farm-to-table concepts in Aspen and decides to dig deeper into the purpose and impact of it all. It all began with an invitation to dinner, the kind of meal you can't stop thinking about or talking about or comparing other meals to because it's surprising and innovative. Like, this is one of the desserts. This dish represents an edible landscape. The mushroom there is a morel mousse-filled mushroom. We have a porcini ice cream, porcini chocolate caramel, a pine granita snow, and rose hip and rose leaf. My plate looks like the forest floor, just after one of those early season snowfalls that make the earth a little crunchier and the smells of the woods a little richer. Another course, with beef from Montrose, rests on top of a tree branch, local spruce. Chicken from Peonia gets topped with marigold flowers. A fish course, with trout from the San Luis Valley, gets served on a clear plate that rests over a bed of pebbles, as if my dinner were still swimming in a cold mountain stream. I don't think of myself as an artist, per per se, but I just love cooking good food. Um, and I think we eat with our eyes. Connor Holdren is one of the chefs behind this visual feast, which tastes just as fresh and decadent as it looks. It's part of a new concept at Prospect, the fine dining restaurant inside the Hotel Jerome, where they're ditching a la carte pastas and oysters and leaning into a locally sourced tasting menu instead. I think people like that, knowing where their food, and it's not so much about knowing the exact, you know, spec sheet on on the food, but it's also just knowing this came from this region. I'm eating locally. I'm not getting something that's been grown halfway across the world and flown in. Holdren, a young, sharp, tattooed cook from Napa, developed the idea with pastry chef Ben Kunert. Less tattoos, more European kitchen vibes. Together, they spent months meeting with farmers and designing the menu before the concept debuted this winter. I spoke with the two of them at the Hotel Jerome a few weeks after my dinner because I wanted to know more about the philosophy and the sourcing and the artistry of the meal. Kunert says it's about educating the diner on the story behind their food and helping people feel more in touch with their surroundings. You know, when I first moved into this valley, um, culinary-wise, it looked very bleak. I thought, okay, well, you know, you, you have a few peaches in summer, and that's pretty much it, right? But digging down into the subject and really connecting with local growers, it really opened up my eyes where I said, oh, wow, you know, this is this is a truly amazing spot. I mean, you know, you just have to like dig underneath the surface to actually find um, really amazing product. Even the wine pairings at Prospect come from Colorado, which you don't see very often in swanky restaurants like this one. The focus is usually on Cabernet from California and Champagne from France, not Mead from Idaho Springs or Chardonnay from Gunnison. Crystal Stiver is the wine director here. You can make wine in so many other places, but really to like lay your roots down and build a winery in 7,000 feet altitude, it takes a lot of guts and, and, and grip, you know. 
but that's also the story that we're telling. This tasting menu is billed as an Epicurean journey through the state of Colorado that tells the story of the land. And while the dishes do resemble the mountains and valleys nearby, Holdren says it's about more than eating with your eyes or even your mouth. Well, you're eating with your mind at that point. You're making connections, and so I think it's more of an experience than just, I ordered this, I got this, and it tastes good, you know. I am admittedly the target demographic for eating with your mind. I studied culinary history in college, used to write a food column for one of the local papers. I own more than 50 books about cooking and eating. I tend to seek these stories out. So when I got an invite to this preview dinner at Prospect back in November, kind of like a dress rehearsal before more paying customers filled the seats, I was intrigued. Along with some other journalists and community members, the restaurant had invited a lot of the farmers and winemakers who helped produce our meal. And all night, I'd been asking our servers questions about the dinner. What's that branch on my plate? Where exactly did those onions come from? Are those all red McClure potatoes? After a while, I started to feel like the characters in that one Portlandia bit where the couple goes to dinner and asks the server about the chicken on the menu. Okay, this is, this is local? Yes, absolutely. I'm going to ask you just one more time, and it's local. It is. Is that USDA organic or Oregon organic or Portland organic? It's just all across the board organic. The sketch came out like 13 years ago, and it's riffing on the farm-to-table concept that has become ubiquitous in contemporary fine dining. This whole idea that you should know where the chicken came from and whether it lived a full and happy life before it got roasted and served on your plate. His name was Colin. Here are his papers, okay? That's great. He looks like a happy little yeah. guy who runs around. A lot of friends, other chickens as friends. Putting his little wing around another one and kind of like you know, palling around. I don't know that I can speak to that level of uh, intimate knowledge about him. It might be a joke to ask if the chicken had friends, but knowing the story behind a meal is kind of an expectation these days. Restaurants that prioritize local ingredients and seasonal menus are dominating best of lists, from the James Beard Awards to the Michelin Guide. Prospect is one of four Aspen restaurants featured in the Colorado Michelin Guide, all of them sourced from nearby farms. When I asked a waiter at Prospect about the origins of some onions, he returned with a label from the delivery bag. And when it was time for a bread and butter course with bread made from Ute Mountain Blue cornmeal, the server talked of inspiration from a Native American tribe who inhabited this region for centuries. So over here we have a cow butter infused with hay. Then we have a sheep butter infused with the chokeberries and the goat butter infused with the sage. Still, I wanted to hear more from the farmers themselves. If you remember from that Portlandia episode, the diners don't just get a spec sheet on the chicken farm. Tell you what, we're gonna go check it out if you don't mind, just yeah. if you could hold our seats. Oh, now, now? Yeah, yeah we'll, I will be right back. We'll just wanna make sure. Just clean off. Okay. Thank you so much, Dana. Sure, sure. So that's exactly what I did after I finished my meal. Getting directions to sustainable settings. Coming up tomorrow, I go from the table to the farm. That story's airing right here on Aspen Public Radio. From the Edless Neeson Arts and Culture Desk, I'm Kaya Williams. That was the first story in a three-part series produced by Kaya Williams about the valleys of farm-to-table ecosystem. 
The series was produced with assistance from the Public Media Journalists Association Editor Corps. It's supported by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people. Thanks for listening and see you next time.